Let me open in prayer. O Lord, open our hearts to hear your word and know your voice. Speak to our hearts and strengthen our wills that we may serve you now and always. Amen. In life, we move through typical life stages. The first stage of life is the prenatal stage. We grow in our mother's womb, fully dependent on her body for survival. Currently, my third child is in this stage, being fed and nurtured in Jessica's womb through the umbilical cord. After nine months, he or she will enter into infancy. In this stage, we remain intensely dependent upon our mother. My son, Nolan, is now in this stage. He relies on Jessica's heartbeat and warmth that she provides him for security. He uses her breast milk to fight off infections and develop his intelligence. It also provides him with the nutrition he needs to grow. After a few years, he will then enter early childhood. In this stage, children are busy learning the basic language, English language. They gain a sense of independence and obtain a basic understanding of the world. My daughter Evelyn is in this stage and it frightens me. If I say or do something incorrectly, she will now correct me. She'll say, silly daddy, those birds don't live there. Evelyn's perception of time and space is developing rapidly. And my point is this. As children move through baby milk to solids, they will naturally grow into maturity. But friends, this so-called growth does not include spiritual maturity. Our literal birthday is unlike our spiritual birthday. While I was born on the 1st of June 1993, I was born spiritually at the age of 16. While I grew up in the church, I had little understanding of the faith. When I was convicted of my sin, my vulgar tongue, my private lust, my sport idolatry, I received a vision. Jesus was nailed on the cross for my sin. His blood was spilled for my shame. The agony he endured was for my forgiveness. While I was still a sinner, I learned that Christ died for me. I then read Romans chapter 10 verse 13. For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Oh, what a relief. Oh, the grace of God. Throughout my first 16 years of life, he wooed my heart. I then repented. I apologized for my sin. I turned to Christ from idols for brand new life. I was spiritually reborn in the birth, in the womb of God, sorry. I became an infant Christian, suckling at the breast of God through his word. For two years, I drank in the basic truths of the faith, drinking that milk of God's word, the basic foundations 
of the faith. And then to move into spiritual maturity, I had to move beyond baby milk and then to solids. I had to move beyond the basic teachings of the faith and onto the deeper things found within God's word. I had to move beyond infancy into adulthood. And friends, this brings us to the problem in today's lesson. The Hebrews are immature in the faith. While they should be eating solid truths of God's word, they are still babies living on milk. Even though they received the gospel a long time ago, they are still infants in the faith. Even though they receive the gospel, when pressure comes, they are losing their faith. Many are breaking away from the Christian fellowship, which is a sign of unbelief. And it's clear the preacher to the Hebrews is frustrated. He's, he's frustrated. He's wondering, why haven't you progressed in your faith? I want to teach you bigger, deeper things. He longs to teach them about Jesus being the great high priest in the order of Melchizedek. Now that comes to many of us thinking, what is that all about? Well, that's one of the deeper things he yearns to teach them. But he's concerned that they will not get it. He says in verse 11 of chapter 5 of Hebrews, We have much to say about this, but it's hard to explain because you are slow to learn. Over the last few months, I've worked hard to help Nolan pronounce some new words like food or finished when he's finished his dinner. But there's a problem. Because of his age, he lacks that focus. His young, undeveloped mind wanders to other interests quickly. He's got a three second attention span. Rather than listening, he might instead choose to throw his ripe plum, which I just gave him, onto the floor, leaving red marks everywhere. Thank goodness we now don't have carpet. Then there are those times when I say stop when walking beside the road. Rather than stopping, he starts running with a cheeky little grin on his face. In infancy, Nolan is erratic and a little naughty, this makes it hard for him to learn. Nolan is a classic example of the Hebrews. They are simply infants in their faith, erratic, slow to learn. Indeed, look at Hebrews 5.12 if you have your Bibles. It says, in fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the basic truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not food. Ouch! Imagine receiving this word. The mark of Christian maturity is the ability to communicate the faith to others, to teach. But the situation of the Hebrews is so bad that they need to hear the basic principles of the gospel all over again. How embarrassing! If someone asks them a simple question, what does the death and resurrection of Jesus mean? They might not have an answer to those simple questions. 
Rather than being Sunday school teachers, the Hebrews need to go back to Sunday school themselves. The problem is therefore clear. While the Hebrews should be mature by now, they are still infants in the faith. They still crave after baby milk. Some don't even crave it anymore. Rather than the deeper truths of God's word. And that's the point I'm trying to push. They haven't moved on to solids. They're still babies in the faith. But so what? What is wrong with baby milk? Nothing. Baby milk is essential for our spiritual development. Baby milk strengthens us and helps us to fight against parasites that Satan sends our way. To remain steadfast against Satan, we need the the antibodies of the basic gospel truths in our system. The simple understanding that we are forgiven and that Jesus will return one day helps us to remain safe in our spiritual infancy. But baby milk can be a problem if we never move beyond it. As each year goes by, Satan attacks us more severely the older we get in our faith. We can also go through seasons of extreme anxiety and sickness. In these times, we may need more than milk to thrive and survive. We may need those solids to get us through that battle with cancer. The loss of our child due to a car accident. We need solids to get us through in those times. We need to chew on spiritual meat. What is your favourite cut of meat? (laughs) Now that I think about it. I love a piece of porterhouse steak cooked on a grill. I also love my steak to be medium and have the fat on the side well charred. So if you want to have me over for dinner, make sure you have a nice charred porterhouse steak where do I find this perfect rich soul satisfying steak spiritually speaking I find it in God's word I feed on this porterhouse steak when I chew on the teaching of who God is as trinity that God is three in one I savour the delicious char of the steak when I reflect upon what Jesus is doing now at the right hand of God in power If I do not feed on these delicious truths found in God's word that move me beyond baby milk, I would face enormous problems in my faith as I grow grow older. Indeed, this is made clear in Hebrews 5, 13 to 14. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. If we refuse to move beyond milk to meat, there are huge dangers for us. We will virtually have no moral compass. We will say that evil is good. And that good is evil. Our lives, our Christian identity, will begin to look less like Jesus 
and more like those who don't know Jesus. We will be blown around by every wind of false teaching or trendy new idea that emerges within society or the church. This will ultimately lead to our spiritual demise. We will either be harshly judged by the Lord on Judgment Day, or we will lose our faith altogether. Failing to advance in our spiritual maturity is extremely unwise and can have some severe consequences. And so to help us to move beyond infancy, the preacher of Hebrews now urges us to grow up. He says in verse 1 of chapter 3 and verse 3, Therefore let us leave the basic teaching about Christ and go on to maturity, and God permitting, we will do so. While the preacher says, you still need baby milk, he says, it's time to move on. It's time to move beyond it. He then gives us some examples of these basic baby milk teachings. You ready? Here they are. Here's the things that we are now called to move beyond. These are the things that we should have received an understanding of in our infancy. Repentance. Turning to Jesus for new life. Faith. Faith in God and the daily grind of life. Baptism. Ordination. Resurrection, that we will one day rise from the dead. Judgment, that Jesus is returning to judge all people. Six basic teachings of the faith. I don't know if it's just me, but I find this list troubling. I know of many Christians who have worshipped for decades yet due to a variety of reasons, have not grappled with these core doctrines, teachings, and would be by no means in the position to teach them. Yet the expectation of the preacher of Hebrews is that we should all, at some stage in our apprenticeship to Jesus Christ, be able to clearly communicate repentance, faith, baptism, ordination, resurrection, and Jesus' return. We should be able to teach about true repentance from sin, which gives us the hope of new life. We should be able to teach people about what real faith in the Lord Jesus Christ looks like. We should be able to alert people to the coming judgment of Christ. We should be able to teach the basics of our faith. We should all be advancing in Christian maturity. And so what should we do to grow in maturity? A couple of things are worth noting today. First, even though it's going to be hard, we should identify our stage of spiritual maturity. We can do this by asking a simple question. Here's my question. If asked about these basic doctrines, teachings, would you be confident to teach them to others? If you answered no... This might be a sign that you're still quite young in your faith. If you're feeling lousy by your answer, do not be dismayed. I have created an opportunity for you to move beyond baby milk 
to the rich solids of God's word. By getting acquainted with these basic truths, you will begin to feel more confident in your faith and desire to feed on deeper things. But first, if you're an infant in your faith, get acquainted. Secondly, we should not despise the basic doctrines of our faith. The milk, the basic doctrines were the foundations for the deeper things of God to be built upon. Let the milk of God's word transform your heart and mind. If you're coming to the word of God for the first time particularly. But do not settle for it. You are reborn for deeper and more satisfying truths than these. Thirdly, we should dig deep into the deeper truths of God's word. On a personal note, I love to read. You might know that. I read good books often. I also commit to studying the Bible. Not only on my own, but with other Christians. For you, I would encourage you strongly maybe to join John Scally's Bible study. He's got lots of spaces. Or just wanting, saying, Jesse, I'd like to meet up with you. Please explain these, these basic doctrines so that I can grow deep in my faith. Fourthly, we should immerse ourselves into public worship every Sunday. I don't want to come across as a legalist, but Jesus ordains Sunday for the Christian so that we may be nurtured in the deep truths of God's word. Paul says, faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. Each Sunday we listen to the word proclaimed in many ways. And so I encourage you to commit wholeheartedly to worship. And five, we should finally examine our hearing. It's wise to ask ourselves, am I listening well to God's word? Am I getting it? To help with our listening, consider bringing in your own Bible. That's a helpful way that I find when I'm listening to another preacher, to have my Bible open and listening to him as he preaches or her as she preaches. Also bring a pen or notepad to mark down notes so that I can take them away and meditate on those points more. If you miss some points from the teaching on Sunday, we've also got all the teachings online on the website if you have internet or you can ask Lee for a sermon manuscript if you like. These will help you engage with the word more and more and meditate upon what you're hearing each Sunday. Now just one more final comment. Today I've spoken about moving beyond milk onto solid food. In other words, growing in spiritual maturity. However, as I prepared this message... The Spirit convicted me. He said, not everyone today will have moved even onto baby milk. Many people in our parish are still awaiting their spiritual rebirth. They are still in the prenatal stage. If that's you, please know that Jesus desires you. He says, if you're feeling burdened by life, weighed down, hopeless, come to me for rest. He says, I have died on the cross to give you new life, eternal life. Trust me. Jesus is calling out to you. 
He desires you to experience his warm embrace. He desires you to drink in the soul-nourishing milk of his word. He says, come. If you'd like to receive salvation today, if you've never repented personally for your sin and turned to Christ for new life, I'd like you to close your eyes. If you'd like to turn to Christ this day and be reborn, please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I trust you as the only living God. I understand that I can't be in harmony with you until I have confessed my faith in your Son, Jesus Christ. Therefore, I confess my faith in him today. I believe that Jesus is your true and only Son, sent to save the world. I confess my sins and repent from them. I declare Jesus Christ as the Lord of my life. And I promise to devote my total life to him from today. Since I have confessed my faith in Jesus, I strongly believe that I am now your child and I am heaven bound. Please be to your holy name. Praise be to your holy name for forgiving me and giving me life forever. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.